0: Hey, hey, it is Leah Remillet, and we are going to be talking about a topic today that is so important and yet I think it's often overlooked. We're talking about the power of saying no. Now, saying no is about setting healthy boundaries and maintaining a healthy balance between our work, our schedules and our personal lives. I mean, if we are going to be talking about balancing busy, we have to talk about being able to say no. And I think no comes down to three areas. No, when we're asked to commit to things that are not in alignment with our goals or our values. Okay. No to overscheduling ourselves and our kids. And oh my gosh, that one is so hard. This idea of missing out or having them be behind or you be behind or FOMO in all of its realness makes being able to be okay, not overscheduling a very, very real and hard problem. And then there's saying no to our own self-sabotaging ways. Now, I totally understand if you're thinking something like, Leah, I don't want to disappoint anyone. I don't want to seem unhelpful. And I hate the idea of someone being mad at me. I get it. Trust me. I have been there. I still have moments where I'm there. But here's the thing. Saying no isn't about being negative or unhelpful. It's about preserving your energy. Most importantly, it's about protecting your most valued relationships, and it's about protecting your health and your sanity. So the first thing that we have to understand, and this was the game changing moment for me, is that a yes is a no somewhere else. A yes is always going to be a no somewhere else, if I say yes to sleeping in, then I'm saying no to my morning run. But if I say yes to my morning run, then I'm saying no to sleeping in. Now, there might be a day where saying yes to sleeping in is the higher priority because maybe I had to stay up really late or I had a really bad night's sleep, had to get up a few times. I don't know. Maybe I need the rest and it's okay to say no to that run. But if I say no to the run, too many days in a row, then my health goals are going to suffer. So I have to know what my priorities are. That's going to be one of the biggest overarching themes as we have this conversation is that we have to know what's important to us. We have to know what our priorities are, because if we don't, we're saying yes all over the place. And we're saying no to the wrong things and we're saying yes to the wrong things. And it's just all kinds of wrong. So we've got to understand and know where our priorities are. Is it more sleep or is it that exercise? And can we just acknowledge that it is okay if it changes sometimes? Now, while my health goals are really important, we understand that it goes deeper. It can go deeper when we look at working late or constantly being attached to your phone and your family suffering because of it. We can understand that there are so many different applications to where yes is a no somewhere else. If I say yes to working late, I'm saying no to quality time with my husband. If I say yes to a last minute client booking, I might be saying no to a family thing. This idea of a yes being a no somewhere else really hit me when my kids were little. And I'm going to be honest, it hit me like a two by four upside the head because I kept saying yes to clients over scheduling and over booking myself. And then it would result in me having to say no to a family thing. I missed a Christmas concert. I missed family activities we were invited to. I missed like part of a family reunion. And finally, finally, it hit me that these yeses are a no in another area of my life. And I was no longer willing to say no in those areas. Okay, so I'm hoping that you're seeing and recognizing that this one mindset shift of being able to see and stop and pause and ask yourself, what is this yes saying no to? Being able to just make that shift is going to be so incredibly powerful. And we are just getting started because I have so much more waiting for you. Welcome to the Balancing Busy Podcast, where I help time-starved business owners cut their hours without losing income, dropping the ball with clients, or hurting the customer experience. I'm your host, Leah Ramillay. Since 2009, I've built six and seven-figure income streams while working part-time hours. This is possible and you are capable, so let's jump in. All right, so I am hoping that you are getting a little more excited about no and recognizing the value in no just a little bit more. And it's not just me saying this. Numerous studies have shown the negative impact of overworking and the lack of that work life balance. It leads to burnout, decreased productivity. It can even affect your health and it's ended marriages and relationships. We have to have boundaries. We have to be okay saying no. But I understand that as women, this is really, really hard. We want people to be happy with us. We're used to taking care of everyone. And if we can't find a way to say no, that feels comfortable, that doesn't feel like we're rude or being a jerk, we are not going to say no. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, because the thing is, when we get into bad habits, It's uncomfortable to break them. If you have a habit of saying yes, when you should say no, it is going to feel deeply uncomfortable saying no at first. I'm going to give you some tools to make it feel less uncomfortable, but it is going to be uncomfortable. But I promise the more we practice, the better that we're going to get at it. One of those boundaries that I set for myself, one of those hard. This is a no go zone. I'm always going to say no is not working on the weekends. And I've had that one for years and years and years. I mean, almost 10 years now. And yet recently I had a client ask if there's any way I could book a business blitz for them. This is where she gets to have a whole day, her and I, and we are working on her to do list. We are putting in all the things in place. Now, this particular client, she was completely overwhelmed, overscheduled. She didn't have a clear customer journey. She had way too many things happening and we were going to streamline, get rid of a bunch, build her customer journey out and just really make this simple for her. She was having a hard time finding where it could fit. And she asked me, is there any way we could do a Saturday? My instant thought pattern went to, is there? Maybe? I don't know. And it was only a split second. But I was so fascinated by the fact that that is where my brain went. What's beautiful is that I have the boundary. I have the rule that I do not ever work on weekends. So while the initial thought that fired into my brain was maybe do I? It was immediately met with no, no, we don't. We don't ever work on weekends and I was able to share that with her and I Hopefully also inspired her because, I mean, what am I trying to help her with? Get more balance and boundaries in place. But it was fascinating to me that even after all this time, my inclination is to go towards that people pleasing, I want to say yes to you. But luckily, I've had enough practice where I can see that that yes is a no somewhere else. And that's a no to my family, which is a hard pass, no go, not going to happen. So we're beginning with a mindset shift and introducing the question. This yes is a no where? And that is going to make a huge difference. But I've got another step that can make an even bigger difference. And that is to stop saying yes on the spot. Just think about this for a second. If you started asking yourself, this yes is a no where? And you did not allow yourself to say yes on the spot. So then you had time to ask yourself, "Hmm, where is this yes going to be a no? Think about what that would do for your entire life. I mean, if you are one who gets yourself backed into corners because you're saying yes too often, this can literally change your life. And when you're trying to think about what this looks like, it can sound like I'm going to need to check the family schedule or I'm going to need to check with insert any name here, any name. Those are both two really good ways to stop a yes on the spot. This is something that I truly do utilize all the time. I realized that me saying yes right away, often I ended up disappointing them and someone else because there were conflicts because I didn't stop and check all the calendars, check with the family, check with the kids. Maybe you need to check with your team or your assistant. I don't even care if you don't have an assistant. If it's a work thing, say, oh, my VA handles my schedule. I'm going to have to check with them. Say anything. Just don't let yourself say yes on the spot. Now, I like to take this one step further and ask them to follow up with me after all they're asking you for a favor. So it really is completely appropriate to ask them to follow up with you. And that can just sound something like, oh, my gosh, that sounds amazing. I really would love to. I'm going to have to check with my VA. I'm going to have to check with our work calendar. I'm going to have to check with the team. I'm going to have to check with my spouse. I'm going to have to check with the family. Will you get back with me tomorrow and I'll let you know? Here's the thing. If it's important, they're going to get back to you. If it's not, you're off the hook. Now, that's not always appropriate response, but it is more often than you think of it. And it means you're not adding something else to your to-do list to have to do. So we've already talked about two strategies. This idea of not saying yes on the spot opens you up to being able to ask the question, this yes is a no somewhere else. And if you can just implement Those two things right there, you are going to have a game changer because you're going to break that people pleaser cycle that cycle. It's fueled by seeing their reaction, their pleasure, being able to do what they want you to do. It makes us feel good. It gives a dopamine drip. You feel valued and important. All of these things. But it also creates a lot of problems after. It really reminds me of the same effects they see with impulse shopping. When someone makes an impulse purchase, they feel good in the moment. But as they've looked into that research, they've seen that even before they get home, all those good feelings are already gone. They haven't even gotten into their driveway and the good feeling of buying something, whatever that was relieving for them, it's already gone. And I really believe that it is the exact same thing with saying yes when we should be saying no. In the moment, it feels good because we feel important and valued and we've made someone happy, but it then is followed up with resentment and remorse and regret and all of these err feelings that are really not good for us. But we can break that visual cue. We can break that cycle just by stopping ourselves from saying yes on the spot. Now. Here's where we have to go a little bit deeper. We have to know our boundaries. We have to know what our core values are and why it's good to say yes and why it's important to say no and where all of that lies. Because if we don't actually pause and think through what really matters to us, what really is the most important thing, then we are saying yes in areas that aren't serving us. I work from home. But did you know that there was a little period of time where I didn't? I heard somebody say that they had a space and it just seems so glamorous. It seems so amazing. And I thought, oh, well, then I want to have one because I want to feel like I'm so glamorous and I've arrived and that's going to really feel like success. And I made it happen. I was able to do it. I had this beautiful studio space in the city. It had all this natural light. It was so gorgeous. I had it for only a few months and I got rid of it. I had never stopped and asked myself what my core values are, what mattered to me most, what I really wanted. And I wanted the maximum amount of time with my family. But having that beautiful loft, it meant a commute, it meant traffic, it meant more time away from my family. It was not in alignment with what I actually wanted. Now, I know that's kind of a weird example, but I just want to say we've got to know what it is that matters most what we value, and then we need to put things in place that protect those things that we say are the most important and that we value the most. Now, I say, and I bet you do, too, that motherhood is my most important role. But if we're being honest, if a lot of us look at what our actions are saying, it's not the same thing. Maybe you're on your phone too much. You're at your laptop too much. You're not really listening and paying attention. Those were all things that I experienced also that I realized this is not who I want to be, and this is not how I want them to remember me. So I set some boundaries. Some of mine over the years have been no work after 2.30. That was while the kids were all in school. That's when they got home. They got home at 2.30. And so I had from the time they went to school to the time they got off the bus. This is back in their elementary days because we have shifted so many times in what school looks like for us. But That was a boundary that was so, so important for me showing up as the best version of myself in the right areas. No work on the weekends. And this is one that I learned that I wanted after scheduling too many times on weeknights or weekends and affecting our family time. No notifications on my phone. I realized that that was a habit that could suck me in. It was a trigger that would get me. And so I removed the distraction. I just removed those notifications, no checking DMs or emails or messenger after a certain time, putting my phone in another room when it's family time. These are all triggers that we can put in place to protect the boundaries that we want to have. And you're going to look at the same thing for your work. One of the most important boundaries is having work hours, is knowing this is when I work so that you also know this is when I don't work. If notifications took me away from my family, then I remove those. If my phone distracted me from hearing about the kids day or helping them with their homework, then I put it in another room. And all of this comes down to really choosing our identity, being clear how we want to show up and when we show up and how we show up and where we show up. When I'm working, I want to be working and I don't want distractions. I want to be all in so I can get in and out and Move on to the next thing. When I'm with my family, I want to be all in with them and be fully present. This identity of presence has really helped shape my ability to say yes or no, to set boundaries, to know when it's okay to break them, because I've taken the time to do the work to really recognize who I am, who I want to be and how I want to show up. It's interesting because I feel like naturally you wouldn't think a conversation about saying no would go in this direction, but it's about valuing our own time. Business owners can really muddle this up when they're saying yes to huge additional things that should be charged for, but they just want to make someone happy. Or we as women can really muddle this up when we're saying yes to activities, to overscheduling, to commitments that are hurting our ability to show up and be present for our families. I see this a lot where we get inundated and slammed because we're not valuing our own time. You must believe in the value of your work. Because if you don't, no one else is going to. And that's not even their fault. If we constantly are the go-to yes girl, well, then we can't blame them for going to us and asking. They have a job to fill a spot, to get a yes, and we're an easy answer. So if that's you, you have to recognize that it's up to you to break it. Bottom line, when you value what you have to give, others will value it too. When you devalue, then others, whether intentional or not, they're going to devalue it as well, and you're going to become the go-to person to ask for everything. So to wrap this episode up, here are some options, some ways to say no, some ideas for you to use, test them out, try them on your tongue, text them to yourself, write them on a sticky and put them in your wallet, put them wherever you need them and give them a try. I'm hoping that with a little bit of practice and shifting the mindset, being able to ask yourself, To pause, not say yes on the spot and figure out where this yes is going to be a no are all going to help even the worst people pleaser to be able to have a little better boundaries. Okay, here are some different examples, ideas. Get ready to write them down. That sounds amazing, but unfortunately, I won't be able to this time. Or I'm honored that you thought of me, but I can't this time or oh, I'm currently at capacity, but please think of me next time. I use that often. Actually, this is one that I'll use variations of. So maybe it's like, oh, we're currently at capacity for this quarter. Oh, we have our entire marketing scheduled out for uh, the next three months. Oh, this is already taken care of, but please think of me next time. Here's another one. You're so thoughtful to think of me, but I won't be able to make it this time. And sometimes I'll really add because I really would love to. Please, please invite me again next time. Because I I want them to know I genuinely would have loved to, but I can't overcommit. And speaking of not overcommitting, maybe you say something like, I promised my family I wouldn't commit to anything else this week or this month, but I'd love to next time. Or you don't even have to add, but I'd love to. Or I promised myself that I would take a pause for the next week or the next month or add in whatever you need to. I can't commit right now. Could you follow up with me next week and I'll see if it's possible or offer an alternative? I won't be able to A, but I could do B. I won't be able to chair the harvest festival at the school, but I could man a booth on that night. Right. What is the alternative that you could offer? You're saying no, it could be a beautiful example for that person that's on the other side because they need to learn how to say no better too. Remember, they're asking to fill the spots, but they got roped into something also. So maybe they need you to be able to say no to inspire them. We can help each other as women by actually communicating and talking about these boundaries, talking about why we're saying no, talking about why we're saying yes and when we want each one here's why saying no is such an important skill no allows for boundaries that protect your family your goals and your health it helps you avoid burnout and no makes room for the important stuff remember it's not about being selfish it's about making sure you're the best version of yourself for the people around you so start saying no more often Know what your boundaries are and honor those boundaries. Then watch as your life transforms. That's all for today. Remember, Balancing Busy is about allowing the fullness of your life to be more focused on purpose. We can do less but better, and I'm here to help you. I'll see you next week for another episode on the Balancing Busy podcast.